0: God bless you. This is Pastor David Rahel. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We are so excited and so blessed to know that there are some listeners that are connecting. We pray that it's been a blessing to you. If you haven't done so, connect with us through our Facebook page, David Rahel Ministries. Uh, We have the page there. Uh, Let us know. Let us know where you're at. Who are you? If you have any petitions, we would love to pray with you. We'd like to connect with you. And we're just so excited and so honored and humbled that God would um, give us this opportunity. So thank you once again. If you haven't shared with your family and friends, let them know. Let them know that there's a a ministry uh, humbly that is just wanting to just uh, deposit into the lives of the listener uh, a word of encouragement, uh, a word of revelation that would uh, help us continue to walk and be all that God has called us to be. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity. I pray for the listener, God, that you would just meet them at the point of their needs. Every situation, every issue, every circumstance, every life, Father God, your word says that you know it. Father, we just thank you, Lord, because your word says that what the enemy has meant for evil, you're going to turn it around for our good. And we believe in that, God, and we trust in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, men of God, you men of God, we've been uh, checking out our statistics. Uh, we, we need to connect, men of God. We need to let uh, other men know, hey, we're, there's a, there's a voice out here uh, in Dave Rahel Ministries. We want to thank you so much, all the, all the uh, godly and, and uh, beautiful and uh, amazing women of God that is connecting with us. We're just so blessed and so uh, amazed that God would just uh, give us this opportunity to connect with you. So thank you so much. From the bottom of our hearts uh we're so humbled and honored that god would just connect us with you and thank you for trusting us and trusting uh this ministry uh to deposit a word that would bless empower uh save deliver set free and just uh make us all that god has called us to be so thank you so much uh women of god that you've allowed us to come and connect with y'all let everybody know uh let your let your friends know let your girlfriends know let let your enemies know <laughs> uh, God can do great things and is doing amazing things in our lives let us get let us get into this word what do we do when momentum stops a lot of the times uh, in that that we are uh, on in our lives and we're moving and we're growing and we're uh, just uh, uh, living life uh, life is for living and we're just living life uh, what is it that we do what can we do when momentum stops in these last days that we are living in um, there's been a lot of things that have stopped the momentum in a lot of different ways, uh, has has uh, limited us in a lot of different ways. But I believe there's a word that God can and, and has for us today that would bless us, that would encourage us, that would instruct us so that we may continue uh, to go forward. Open your Bibles to James chapter 1. Let's read from verse 2 to verse 4. James chapter 1, verse 2 through verse 4. What do you do when momentum stops? My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. There is uh, some key uh, words here that we can get into, but I want you to focus on some things. uh, the, the, he says, "My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, when uh, when you go through uh, the issues, when you when you're going through struggle, when things are not going your way." He says, "Count it all joy." It's amazing that God would want you to be uh, uh, to have joy when you're going through your worst. What do you do when you have uh, the best of times in one area of your life, but the worst of times in another area of your life? The scripture says, Count it all joy. Why? Here's what he says in verse 3 Knowing this, there is a knowing. There's got to be a revelation, a conviction in your heart that it doesn't matter what I'm going through right now. My my uh, the pandemic, my problem, these issues, they are not me. They don't uh, they don't mold me. I am not uh, what the what the issue says about me. I know who I am and I know in whom I believe. Knowing this verse 3 says that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Faith the trying of your faith we understand that faith in Romans 10:17 faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God and yet the, the word the, the word faith means convictions. Persuasion. You have a, a conviction of the promises of God. You have a conviction of the, of the blessing of God over your life. God has said some things. I believe his word. We believe what he says. And yet sometimes we go through, and like in these last times, we're going through uh, times and seasons when our faith is challenged. Our, our, our convictions are questioned. And then he says, he says that your faith, he says it's going to be tried. In other words, it's going to be challenged—the world, uh, the issues, the problem, the sickness, uh, the, the 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 attack of uh, of the things that are coming against us. It's trying and it's it's challenging your convictions, your faith, your persuasions, your your foundations. And yet he says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Watch this. So the trying of your faith, the challenge of your faith is producing something. It's working. That's why we need to stand. We need to hold on. We can't. We're not the people that are going to give up and run back and run away. We are the people that are called to stand, stand on, on God, stand on his promise, stand on, on what we believe in, stand on the vision, the purpose, and the agenda that God has given us in our lives. We are to stand, he says. He says, and all that he says. What well, after you do everything? Paul says in another reference of Scripture. He says, after you've done all that you can, stand, and just believe. He says, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Your trying, your issue, your your problem, your your attack. God is is uh, is even using that to work something out in us. Why? Because our faith, one of the things that that, that I'm so amazed of, of that God says, I am your God, you are my people, I will fight for you, but he only to ask us to fight one battle. He says that you may fight the good fight of faith. You got to fight for your faith, you got to fight for your convictions because what you are what you are convicted of and what you know of God and say hey I know I'm better than this I know God is gonna do great things for me I know God has begun something good in our lives I know that there's a better day for me and we're gonna get out of this well that's what's that's what's gonna be challenged and God says when it when it is challenged make sure that to that to identify that it is working patience in you in other words have you ever seen somebody that has no patience? Have you ever known anybody who has no patience? Maybe you are the one who does not have any patience. God says that because of lack of patience is a sign of having lack of faith. Because if you have the faith of God, and if you if you hold on and have that and you hold on to that conviction and that promise, then you'll have the patience to wait on what God said He's going to work on. As a matter of fact, Hebrews chapter eleven verse six says that we cannot even please God without faith. I can't please God without having convictions, without having standards, without having a a, a mindset, a guideline. Now, he goes on to say, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect. The word perfect means mature. And entire, the word entire means complete, wanting nothing. In other words, we're going to trust in God now watch so what do we do when the momentum stops allow patience to work why because you have you, you've got a faith don't forget the faith don't forget the convictions. Don't confi- don't don't let go of the confession that you said. I'm gonna make it this time. We're gonna get across this thing. I'm not gonna let go of God. I'm not gonna let go of 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 my family. I'm not gonna let go of the situation. God, you said something. I believe in you. I believe that you're, you're working something in my life. I know it's hard. I know I feel uh, weak. I feel I feel strange. I feel alone. But I make up my mind that I will not let go and I'm going to allow for the trying of the faith and the convictions that that I'm being tried on it's giving me patience so that when I get the patience I'll be able to wait on the Lord I'm reminded of the scripture that says those that wait on the Lord shall be renewed could it be that we don't have the strength to go on because we we haven't learned how to wait on him and the reason why we don't have we don't wait on him is because we don't have no patience. And the reason why we don't have no patience is because our faith is wavered. That's a process. So let's go on. The Bible says in 2 Peter, if you go with me to the book of 2 Peter, chapter 1, watch what the scripture says in verse 5 through verse 11. And beside this, giving all diligence. Watch this, diligence means stay busy, keep at it, don't let go, stay focused, keep it up. Besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Watch this, you gotta add to your faith, now he's gonna do something, because now God's gonna build you. Now there is a, you're gonna understand the process. The reason why you gotta hold on to your faith, because faith faith gets you to a level where you you connect to virtue. And when you connect to virtue, the Bible says, and to virtue, knowledge, verse 6, and to knowledge, temperance, (laughs) and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, notice he says, it's not only that it's in you; it abounds. It's it's ever growing. It's it's taking over. They make you that you shall never be barren or, nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse eight. You, he, the purpose of God saying, hold on to your faith, hold on, and 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 even when momentum stops, get keep on going. Do what you can. Why? Because he says the ultimate thing is that we not be barren and unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't it amazing that uh, could it be that you can you and I can can believe in a God that can bless and strengthen and and overcome and and do great things and still not apply ourselves and not wait on the promise to be fulfilled? I wrote something down on my agenda. I write several things every year on my agenda One of the things that I write is, if you work the kingdom, the kingdom will work for you. If you work the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God will work for you. I've also written down uh, in my agenda that don't let what you can't do stop you from what you can do. That's I, I believe I'm speaking to somebody directly. Don't let what you can't do. Stop you from what you can do. There are things that you can do in the meantime and prepare and and uh, adjust and Discipline your body your mind your uh, the situation. Uh, there are things that you can do Even though you can't do all things But don't let what you can do or what you can't do stop you from what you can do. I believe you need to share that message to your friends, to your family, to your husband, your wife, to your children, uh, to your company, to your church. Hey, there are things, maybe we're not able to do a lot of things, but we can do some things. We will be able to do some stuff. So watch what he goes on to say. But he that lacketh these things is blind. That's in verse nine. He that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. uh, Lack of vision means that you, uh, it's crippling because if you can't see yourself in a better day, you won't have the discipline to get to that better day. Keep on doing the same thing and you'll never get anything different. Then he goes on to say, Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, you shall never fail. I'm going to read that again. Give diligence, busy. Stay busy to make your calling and your election short. You can stay busy. You can apply yourself. You can believe God. I might not be able to walk out and do something, but I can pray. I can fast. I can believe. I can study. I can can eat right. I can exercise. I can sleep better. I can adjust. You can do some things to build on, on that place and to get you closer where God would want you to be. Then he says, Watch this. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Perservation. You got to learn how to persevere and and preserve what God has given you. It's amazing that sometimes we're willing to give up what we've accomplished because we haven't got to where we want to be. Don't let where you haven't been stop you from from where uh, you need to be. That's something that needs to be uh, needs to be uh, addressed. Sometimes we we go and we're fighting and we're building and all of a sudden something comes and it and it staggers us. It 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 it, it uh, shakes us a bit, and we, and then we instead of holding on to what we've accomplished. We tend to let it all go in the heat of the moment, in the in the moment of anger, in the moment of disp- uh, uh, depression, in the moment of 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 uh, uh, dis- being distraught. Uh, we tend to sometimes, sometimes we we're, we're willing to give everything up in that moment. And then when we when we start to reason, we're like, "Why did I do those things? I I took me so long to get here, and then I ended up just giving it all away." But yet he says, "Preserve, preserve." Okay so what do we do when momentum stops what do we do when when discouragement uh hits us what what is it that the bible can uh uh, gives me give me some keys god give me some instruction because uh i am i'm drowning in this in this time i'm 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 getting i'm lost I, i i don't know who to turn to everybody's Uh, Going through things uh, Where do we go to Uh, You you know One of the main things We need to remind ourselves Is uh, Hey God is still on his throne He's still working things out He's still doing things In my my life There's Let me give you a little Testimony Before I finish this I only got One point of reference Of scripture And then we're going to pray There was a time in my life When I was in my worst uh, Five Six Years ago I had lost everything, uh, not because the devil was uh, uh, the devil uh, had too much power, but because I was uh, in a point where I gave it up. I gave him the room. I placed myself in positions and in places and and in things that I, I should not. I knew better. I, I, I'm just going to be transparent with you. You know, if someone say, "Oh my God, you're a preacher, you're a pastor, and you, you gave it up." Yes, I did. I, I, I lost. I lost some ground. But let me give you, let me give you the, uh, the, uh, a revelation of this. It's, it has taken me five years to gain and to get to a place where I was with God, in the kingdom of God, in authority, in position, and in, and where I am now, because I was willing to give up my convictions, my place, uh, time, I lost time, friends, you name it. But even in that moment, God was always speaking to me. I would, I would have dreams of me. I would, I would have dreams of myself preaching. And what I was preaching, I was preaching to myself. I was preaching to me. I don't know if you can understand that. Have you ever been to a place where your conscience begins to speak and it, your conscience is telling you, okay, you know better. Okay, you need to adjust here. Okay, this is not good for you. Well, I would have dreams and and I would have thoughts and even while I was working at one time, I left uh, my, the area that I was in and I went to another place and to go work and I was working on a scaffold and, and, and with a company and I had tears running down my eyes because I didn't know I didn't, how did I get here? Oh my God, I messed everything up. I, I failed myself, my family, God, the church, the world. I felt like nothing. I come back home, make some decisions. Uh, I'm, I'm alone, you know, uh, have you ever been in a place where everybody leaves you uh, you you the ones that you look up to were the ones that were talking about you the ones that said they would never leave you and they were always going to be there were the ones that were making fun of you and pointing the finger and never got a call from them again and well I was in that situation I was in my wilderness uh i i, I the lord showed me some things and uh, as a matter of fact I came out with more revelation than I did when I went into this desert, and uh, I've got a message and a teaching. It's a, it's evolved. I've had a couple of messages under the title "What do you do when you're in the you're in the in the water? You're in in water now, and one step puts you in the wilderness. You're in you're in a fertile ground, and one decision, one day, one connection, where, one uh, uh, thought, one one word, one. One attitude, it can it can separate you. What do you do when you're in the in the water one day, fertile ground, and one decision puts you in the wilderness? Well, that was me. I was in the wilderness. I had a man of God who called me one day. He was on his way to preach somewhere, and he turned around. He goes, I I, I, I was driving to go preach somewhere, and I, I I thought about you, the Lord. And the Lord said, Call my servant. He gives me a call. I'm, I'm very good friends with this man of God. He's a pastor. In the area, and he he, uh, hadn't heard from him in a long time. I haven't heard from anybody in a long time. Uh, I I was at the point where I don't even—I thought I didn't even need a phone. Ain't nobody calling me. (laughs) Um, He gives me a call, and he says, "I see mud all around you," and I'm listening to him, and I'm crying. I've got tears in my eyes, and I'm like, "You ain't lying." I feel that I'm spinning in my own place, but this is the word of the Lord for somebody today. I really feel like like telling you this. I don't know who this is for, but this is this is gonna this is gonna bless you. It's gonna release you, it's gonna it's gonna encourage you. The man of God came and he, he, he called me and he says, I see mud all around you and I'm like, you're right. I see nothing but mud. Uh, my my wheels are spinning. I'm in the same ground. I have no, I, I I I have no help. I have no strength. I I I my I keep on. I'm pushing the gas, and my wheels are stuck. I'm I'm trying to get out, and I I, I don't have no escape. I have nowhere to run. i know nowhere to go. No one no one to talk to. Everybody seems like the whole world closes his doors on me. But the man of God said, "But this is what the Lord tells me to tell you. You see mud all around you. God says, it's." An acronym it's a it stands for something because when you see mud God's saying I'm giving you miracles and there are miracles under development and when I heard that that day was the beginning of a different mindset for me it took me many days weeks months after because the journey has not been easy but that day changed my perception and my expectation, for the Bible says, "Whatever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he." That was the, that was one a word that 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 triggered something. It shook something in my spirit, in my mind. You see mud, but God is working things out. For the Bible says, "What the enemy has meant for evil, God will turn it around for your own good." If you trust in Him, if you keep on going, you see mud, but God is basically. Uh, he's, he's working out miracles under development. That was powerful for me. And that was the beginning of a different journey. And here we are today. If God can do it for me, he'll do it for anybody. Anyone. There's nothing that you have done that can stop you at, from God's hand, from his grace, from his forgiveness, from a new day. Because God is forever working in our lives. I thank God for that. Let me finish. Hallelujah. Psalms 37. Watch what he says, and then we're going to pray. Psalms 37. Let's read verse 1 through verse 7 very quickly, and then we're going to pray. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut like the grass And wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth. Thy righteousness. As the light. And thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Hmm. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Don't come down on you just because evildoers are prospering and advancing and going forward. And you, and you and I, uh, you just like I at one time were like, well, what about me, God? I know I messed up I know I've done some things but man we're going through some stuff now verse 1 fret not thyself because of evil doers now jump to verse 3 because I'm going to give you some keys and then we're going to pray trust in the Lord and do good number 1 trust not knowing the end result but trusting God number 1 trust in the Lord and do good you don't know how how it's going to end but do your part You don't know how they're going to respond, but you do your part. Trust not knowing end results. Verse 3, it goes on to say, and do good. Keep doing what you know. Keep doing the right thing. Verse 3, so that thou shalt dwell in the land. Dwell, stay connected. Stay in church. Stay connected to the body of Christ. Stay connected to godly people. Stay connected with the people that God has brought around you. Not everybody that's around you is around you for your benefit and for your and for your uh, 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 blessing. Some people, whether you believe it or not, come around you because they want to snatch away what you've got in your hands. They want to rob you of your joy. Some people want to come around just to see what's going on in you so they can take it and run and accuse you and blame you and start spreading rumors. But dwell in the land. Dwell in church, stay in the church, stay connected, and verily thou shalt be fed. Feed. That's point number four. Feed. Feed on the verses of God. Feed on the word of God. Feed on the things that, 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 uh, encourage, that build you, that feed on the promises of God. Feed yourself. You see, whatever you listen to is what's growing on the inside of you. If you're paying attention, if you listen to more of the gossip and the problem, then that's what's growing in you. But if you feed yourself and listen to faith, listen to the word of God, listen to hope, listen to uh, prayer, listen to the promises of God, God says it will begin to bring a change in your life. Verse number four, point number five. Number one was trust. Number two, do good. Number three, dwell. Number four, feed. Number five is found in verse four: Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Delight. Keep loving Jesus for who He is. Love Him for who He is, not for what He does. Love Him for what He, or for who He is in your life. He's still He's still a Savior. He's still a healer. He's still a friend. That, cl- that sticks closer than a brother he's still our cover, he's still our shelter, he's our lawyer he's our he's our guide he he's manna from heaven, he's our all in all, delight yourself, keep on seeking, and then the last one is found in verse in verse uh six and seven, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his own way, because the man of the man who bringeth the wicked devices to pass. Point number six is found in verse seven. Rest in the Lord. Rest in him. Jesus said, come unto me all that are heavy laden and and are are troubled, and I will give them rest. Find your rest in Jesus. If anybody's going to take us out of this, it's going to be the Lord. If we can trust on anybody to be faithful, it's Jesus, it's his word. So again, again, there are six things that we are to do when we get discouraged. Number one, trust, not knowing the end result. Number two, do good, keep doing what you know is right. Number three, stay in the house, dwell, stay connected with God, with his word, with the church. Number four, feed on the word of God. Feed on the promises of God. Encourage yourself. First Samuel 30, David, the Bible says, David learned and he encouraged himself in the Lord. Number five, delight. Keep loving Jesus. And number six, rest in him. I'm here to let you know that God is able. God is able. Momentum. Momentum's up. It's beginning. We're we're beginning to move. You're beginning to. You know, your best days are ahead of you. You gotta believe that. You gotta trust in that. You gotta confess that. You gotta you gotta prepare for that. Because remember this: whatever man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's not what they think about you. It's what you think about yourself. And if you begin to think what God thinks about you, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. The good thoughts, uh, are, are the good thoughts that the Lord thinks toward you are of peace and not of evil. God is thinking good things towards you. Why don't you think good things about yourself? And remember that the power of the word of God is, is, it is, it's God himself. It's the written word. It's the, see, there is the written word. There's the rhema word, but then we become the living word. The written word is the word of God that you study and you read every day. The rhema word is what God gives you directly. There m- this might be a rhema word for somebody that's listening today. This was for you. Uh, this is for you, woman of God. This is for you, man of God. This is for you, young man, young woman. This is for you. Because you were at a point where you were ready to give everything up. I ain't moving. I ain't doing nothing. What's What's the point? God says, keep the momentum, keep believing, keep going. God is faithful in the name of Jesus. Let me pray for you. Father, I bless, Father God, and I pray for the listener. I thank you for every woman of God, every man of God, every every young man, young woman, every listener, everyone. I don't care. It's of God. It's not it. whether they're in the church or out of the church, whether they know about God or don't know God. God, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's no respecter of persons. What you give to one, you're ready to give to everyone. There are no sin. There is nothing that can stop us from your hand, except us not following your ways. Father, that you would that you would encourage us, that you would strengthen us, that you would bless us. Lead us, God. God, I thank you, God, for this is a new day, a day of a day of mercy. Your mercy is on you every day. Father, I, I, I rebuke and I canceled the past. You are not your past. This is a new day. This is a new hour. You become afresh. You become a new. There's a fresh wind blowing. It's a new season. This month begins a new season in the year. Therefore, I prophesy that this mo- this word be re- ignites and releases a new season in your life and in your in your journey. That you are not what happened yesterday. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, God. I thank you for the listener. Bless us. Heal us. Deliver us. Set us free. Thank you, God, for a new day and for a new opportunity. And Momentum. Father God begins again, in the name of Jesus we pray, amen. We thank you for listening, we thank you for joining us, we thank you for connecting with us. Share, let them know. There are other things, other. Well, we, we are launching different things in different platforms, and we just wanna be a blessing to you, uh, let people know, and, and let them know that there is a word of God, there's a word of God that is there, and God is not finished with you, He's not finished with your family, your job, your vision, your purpose, your agenda. God is still faithful. We love you. We thank you for listening. God bless you today. Bye-bye.